You're listening to The Alcoholic, The Cuck, and The Obsolete Piece of Software. You're listening to The Fellas. Man, those trailers you saw today were actually pretty good and informative. Shame they had to fuck it all up by playing a movie. Oh, man. I could honestly, I would honestly pay full price to watch, like, two and a half hours of trailers. Yeah? Yeah. You would? I'd be, I'd be fine with that. Oh, man. I mean, think about it. You're getting the best parts of the movie. Yeah, you are. But <laughs> then I, you're not getting any plot or anything else. Yeah, but yeah. once you get the plot, you just get fucking disappointed. The plot fucks everything up. I mean, you take take a look at what we saw uh, this time. You guys, we saw Thor Ragnarok. When you really look at the plot itself, the plot is, yeah, uh, for some reason, Thor lost his powers. Uh, shenanigans ensue. Thor gets his powers back, and you have a 15-minute battle sequence roll credits. I mean, really, the plot is, is pretty much irrelevant. You were saying about the trailers, and I was noticing that this movie, and certain movies like like Justice League and mm-hmm. you know they're popping trailers new trailers every week and that worries me it's like is this movie's going to be like crap well, well that's not that's like not really you. that's not really what should worry you uh what should worry you is that there's been a new template for any comic book movie going forward DC is really dragging its feet on yeah. getting into the template, but they're going towards it, but they're really fighting it. Marvel has jumped head first yeah. into that template. And that template is everything is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, you tell me this movie didn't feel like Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, no, it felt like. like from I, all the fucking the, the, the classic rock music be honest with that's you. constantly inspersed in the scenes. Uh huh. Everything is lighthearted. Everything is a joke. There's no sense of urgency. Even the first... Look at the first fucking Thor movie. Uh-huh. Which... It was really based, dry and dark. Right. I mean, based on what was going on, that should have been the most lighthearted uh-huh. of all of them. And it was all dark and broody and edgy and whatnot. And the one-liners weren't all that good. With this, it's like, yeah, it's the end of the world. Yeah. It's the end mm-hmm. of Asgard. It's the end of the Seven Realms. There's a bloodthirsty chick who wants to murder and rape everything and let's make fucking jokes and have synth pop in the background and shit it's good stuff they're not t- I mean it's good I, don't get me wrong I, don't get me wrong I, but it's good but th- it's so lighthearted. even in the face of infinite death we're not gonna take it serious and that's gonna make you the audience feel lighthearted. Guardian started that and that went over like gangbusters so now yeah. Marvel's doing it with all their movies. But the thing is, with Guardians, if you read the book, not the current books, those are garbage. Yeah. If you read, uh, which writer was it the good books were referring to? Uh, Dan Abnett. Abnett? Yeah. And who was, who was and, the artist? And Lanning. Okay, those guys did the Guardians that we're seeing, and it always was lighthearted. And it was lighthearted because if they stopped and thought about what they were doing, they would break down. Yeah. So they had to be lighthearted because what they were doing is enough to drive someone insane and just have them break down in, in the tears. But you notice that I, when I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 with you guys, mm-hmm. I mean, I loved the movie. Something was missing, you know? And I believe, I was telling Ray that I think Eagle took a lot of time man and I think these guys didn't have much fun it wasn't as much fun it took too long with this character Ego uh, Star-Lord's father oh yeah and yeah it took yeah way too long you know and and it's because it was unnecessary I, yeah. I see where you're going but, but when I went to watch Thor I was having fun because I was yeah. getting the same formula as the first volume one Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. with the aliens. I was looking at these different aliens and like, oh shit, this is this is fun. That what attracted me the most is the interaction on the environment. Visually it was great. 
I felt like Marvel just took a line out of uh, Seth MacFarlane and kind of did a little uh, a Family Guy kind of treatment to the script because it was funny as hell. Well, when you say Family Guy treatment, you mean it's nothing but one pop culture reference after another? Yeah, I kind of got that vibe. Yeah, I, I kind of got there's that. There's a plot with the- in there somewhere. But in between reminding you what the plot is, there's going to be nothing to really connect it. It's just going to be pop culture reference, pop culture reference, pop culture reference. The whole thing with them name dropping Doctor Strange, that scene was pointless. There's yeah. a scene where it's like... It was funny. Yeah, it's a scene where like they're on Earth. Oh, there's a god on Earth where I'm Doctor Strange. I should step in. I'm like, they're fucking always gods on Earth. What are you... What are you talking about? You're just finding about this now? Yeah, it's like <laughs> Doctor Strange. I understand Doctor Strange is supposed to prevent other realms from coming to Earth and fucking around, but it's already been established that Thor's realm is there to protect Earth. For fuck's sakes, the man is an Avenger, okay? And he's like, oh, well, Loki's a bad person. Loki shouldn't be here. Yeah, Thor's here. That's like saying, I'm going to lose my shit because fucking Captain America, Iron Man, and the Hulk happen to have Loki with them. There's a problem. I need to to get on my fucking soapbox. Shut the fuck up. It's fine. I love the way he left it. It's like he put him in a a mansion that he kept falling. Oh, yeah. He fell, and he's like, yo, I kept falling for 30 minutes. (laughs) That that was funny. I mean, a lot of the the stuff was really, really funny. Nothing felt wasted. I think my favorite scene here was the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where Thor is in the chair, and he says, you are going to meet. Well, that's my that's my whole thing with them trying to make this into Guardians. There's all these moments. Thor is not a comedic person, but he was funny as shit in this Thor movie. Ne- that's the thing. Thor doesn't have a sense of humor. No, it's, it's 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 Marvel in, in the comics. Yeah, he doesn't have a. sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, the whole thing is even in the first movie, he didn't have a sense of humor. He no, took he everything ser- serious in the first Avengers movie. He didn't have a sense of humor. They're trying to make this more like Guardians. He's gonna be in a moving seat. They're gonna play the Willy Wonka chocolate factory movie and whatnot pop culture reference because we want you to say ha ha it's Willy Wonka I know what that is Chris Hemsworth has really evolved as a comedic actor I mean his timing was actually spot on no I think I think Chris Hemsworth always had that in him they just never wanted him to play characters that let him like kind of cut loose goofball there were more than (laughs) enough scenes with him needlessly taking his shirt off. But when I walked in there, the floors were, were clean. I, I didn't make a single sound coming in. When I left, those floors were, were squeaking. There was a <laughs> sticky sound on my shoe. What the fuck is this? It's because of the women that were in there. Oh, there were like three scenes where he took off his shirt. And you could kind of like, do I hear like water over Gas. a babbling brook? What is that? Why do I hear liquid? <laughs> Why do I hear liquid splashing on the ground? What is that? You know, when and then like, I leave and my, know, my feet are sticking to the ground. Like, you know when you're on? like in the middle of the night and you're sleeping and you hear yeah. the fucking toilet going. It's like somebody like, who's in the, the bathroom. Who is that? <laughs> what the hell? No, that's Chris Hemsworth. He took off like his it shirt. To rain. He took <laughs> off his shirt and there's a woman somewhere. <laughs> I gotta say, Kate Blanchett, she looks amazing with black hair oh yeah let's go into the characters then i guess uh yeah kate blanchett she does look amazing with black hair but what gets me is man she's beautiful she's up there in age but i was looking like i was like man i'll fuck the shit on her (laughs) she's not young anymore but i was like yo that's milf I would yeah, tap that. Oh, my God. I would tap that uh, with, with man, no problem just, uh, whatsoever. It's definitely the, sh- the shape. Her shape was, oh, my God. Yeah. Do, do you think that was her real like, body? Do you think there was that some was CGI involved? No, that, that was her real body. It looked like she was poured into that outfit. Now, now, Ray, you got an assignment to do. Yeah. You're going to have to go to the fappening. 
mm-hmm. but I have to look for her oh. pictures. No, she yeah. ain't gonna be doing that kind of shit, man. She's yeah. You think she has a choice? You think she doesn't use a cell phone? Hell yeah, dude. Go look up look up the fappening. We'll 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 wait. We'll do that. For all anyway. all of you who pay for our site, that's in the members only section. VIP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the member section. The, 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 the champagne room. Section. The champagne <laughs> room. <laughs> yeah, that's in the uh, the champagne room of our section. Just click on the now, icon. Antoine had a crush. What was her name again, Antoine? Uh, every woman in existence. I'm Tessa, sorry. What? What's the Valkyrie? Oh, the oh, Valkyrie. Tessa Thompson. Yeah, she was. She was okay. Great. When I you saw know. her in the show, it's like, man, she looks she looks cute. You know, she she reminds me of uh, Zoe Zeldana, whatever the hell her name uh-huh. was, uh, Gamora. I was like, yeah, uh-huh. she's she's cute, she's cute. And then they had like this flashback sequence when she's in her angelic white Valkyrie uniform, like, oh, wow, Antoine. dude, she's beautiful. Yeah. And then I go to IMDb, so <laughs> well, let me let me Ray check just- out Miss Tessa Thompson. And then my freaking jaw hit the ground. This woman is beautiful. I'm not going to sit here and say, yo, this bitch is tight. No, no. (laughs) This woman is beautiful. Wow. Tessa Thompson is my God. Tessa Thompson. Look at that. Wow. Look at that. That's a sophisticated woman right there. I love the way she portrayed her character. It's just... Oh, oh, I see. I see it I see it. I see it, Antoine. Send me that feed. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upload that to the interwebs. No, from the interwebs I, to your hard drive. I just found out how old Kate Blanchett is. She's like 49 years old. That's it? Yeah. Because she was older than that. No, nah, man. She looks great for that age. Yeah. In Hollywood, that's when they put you out the pasture. They just say, hey, walk around this corner with me. And the guy's holding the shotgun behind his back. Because it's time. <laughs> as, a, as a female in Hollywood, it's time for you to get retired. You know, that's where, you know, that's where glue comes from, right? Yeah. Oh. Oh, Hollywood starlets. <laughs> oh, that, no. uh, that are over the age of 35. That's where you get oh, our glue. Man. Yeah. Or, or well, what do you do with or, Anthony Hopkins? He's old. No, he's a male. Men don't count. Oh. Men don't count. The yeah, men, don't count. Men, men become stately. They State, become distinguished. States? No, they become distinguished. Oh, like, you know, I was watching Odin, you know, there's a scene and he's telling, uh, oh, my sons are here. I and at the end, I, I kept thinking of Westworld. That's kind of what pissed me off was the lack of screen time Anthony Hopkins got in this. Because I'm like, dude, Anthony Hopkins can eat this whole thing up. And they just had him kind of there looking like old and sad. Yeah, and I know. He's looking like, yeah, I just want this to be over. And I was like, <laughs> dude, come on, man. He pulled the James Franco. <laughs> you don't do this to Anthony oh, Hopkins, man. Oh. He was in a movie for less than like two minutes, man. That was a cash grab. He was the lucky one to get out of that fucking disaster. This is Anthony fucking Hopkins. Don't you, don't you ever in your fucking life compare Anthony Hopkins <laughs> to James Franco. <laughs> I will fucking... I don't care. I don't care if he is your goddamn boyfriend. I don't give a fuck. Don't you ever bring that motherfucker in the room and compare him to Anthony Hopkins. Matter of fact, motherfucker, you stay quiet for the next 10 minutes. Don't look at me. Look at the fucking ground. Don't you ever fucking compare James Franco to no goddamn Anthony Hopkins. What the fuck is wrong with you? Did you see that new trailer with The Room with James Franco on it? Why you why you bring that shit up? Nobody <laughs> fucking care. We'll talk about that one later. All right, all right. In the room, in your room, <laughs> by yourself. I will say I I did like the fact that like I said this is bringing it more towards Guardians. All yeah. the characters had a sense of humor. Even Kate Blanchett, who's supposed to be the evil mistress of death, even she was throwing out one-liners and quips. Oh man. And they know, weren't out of place though. Yeah. They were they were fine. They were good. Uh, my favorite scene is when she's by herself with that mm, Carl yeah, Orban. Yeah. And she was asking him like, "What do you want? What do you really want? What do you desire?" If I was him, I would like, "I just want to be inside you." So yeah, that, she would have killed him. <laughs> 
She was like, every every ruler needs an executioner to execute their plans, their goals, and this and that. I mean, yeah, they're gonna also uh, mostly kill people, but you know, still they're executing their dreams and whatnot. You're gonna yeah. be my royal executioner. I was like, all right. Now, of all the awesome people in here, I will have to say the man who owned the entire screen. That was that was he fucking from the moment he showed up without saying a word. I looked at his character, just looked at him, and I was like, "Yep, that's it. He's gonna own the movie. Even he's gonna own the movie." Him being on the screen. This is the man who knows how to control the people because without him even speaking, you see his face. The beautiful hair, the glitter, the outfits. Without him saying shit, you would just stop and you would marvel. Like, oh, he did look a, at that. He did an awkward that joke, is a too. God. So you guys know who we're talking about. The man who stole the movie, Jeff Goldblum, came out of his coma to give us a good half hour of delightful delectability. Yeah. This, is, this was Jeff Goldblum being the most Jeff Goldblum I have ever seen. Yeah. This was so stereotypically Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, it was, it was. And I could tell he was in on the joke. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to Jeff Goldblum the shit out of this. Movie. I'm going to be sort of a neurotic, nervous Jew, a, a confident yet neurotic nervous jew and i'm gonna eat this shit up and jeff goldblum did not disappoint bar none he was the best character he was, he was so entertaining character. he did a lot of little things that people might not might overlook like when uh this girl touched his face when he was trying to give her a compliment you're the best you're the best and he, and he touches her his face and then he had this little schoolgirl kind of like like oh like little yeah, smile little, little squirm yeah, little squirm i was like <laughs> freaking yeah, awesome. I, I, I like this like uh Oh, your slaves are revolting. What, what, what was that? that you know, S-word. I don't, I don't like, like I don't S-word. like the S word. What slave? I, I don't, you know, I don't how I feel about that. Your employed prisoners <laughs> <laughs> are revolting. You see, is that so hard? Also, in that same scene with when you actually first introduced with him, and he's just doing so many different things, but he's not on screen, but he's actually still a presence on screen. That's because he dominated, dude. He and, came up and he owned everything. And all of a sudden, dude. he's DJing, and he's like, hey, what the hell is going on? I'm going to ring down right now. I'm Boom. That dude owned everything. Jeff Goldblum. You reminded us why we love you. Hell yeah. He was DJing with flip-flops. And only, you know, who, you know who's the only person that can pull that off? Jeff Goldblum. Oh. <laughs> DJing know, with flip-flops? Jeff Goldblum. Flip-flops with socks. This, this Jeff movie, Goldblum. it wasn't one movie. This was like two movies being shot mm-hmm. at the same time, the way they were cutting it. Like, you'd get a little bit of Jeff Goldblum in that situation, and then you go back to Asgard, and then you, you'd cut back. And anytime they cut back to Asgard, you're like, why are we watching this? I mean, not that it was bad. I'm just well, saying. No, I it's, wanted, it's the thing I wanted we more. said earlier. You said it's like a Family Guy version of Thor. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the only reason we cut back to Asgard? Oh, to remind you why we're doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, plot is Odin used to be a bloodthirsty conqueror mm-hmm. so that he could conquer uh, the Nine Realms. Uh, he had a daughter at his side. It was his first child. His daughter was basically bred for nothing but war. After nine realms, he said, that's enough. His daughter's like, no, I want to keep going. So he banished his daughter. Eventually, when he leaves Asgard, that's what it prophecy says. That's when his daughter's going to return. Loki does some shenanigans, which causes him to leave. And he tells Thor, yeah, your sister's going to come back and destroy everything. And then he kills himself. Uh, you later find out. Spoiler alert. You later find out that he killed himself to give Thor his power because the only way Thor could actually have his power 
is if he has made the legitimate heir and Thor yeah. constantly refuses to rule because he just doesn't want to do that. He wants to go go off and fuck off and have fun and whatever. Yeah, she comes back. She tears shit up. When they're going up the Rainbow Bridge to get back... <laughs> Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he and Loki both get tossed out of the bridge. Basically, that's where the vast majority of the movie takes place because they're in a different dimension while she actually made it all the way up. Hey, Ray, do you know where's the other side of the bridge goes to? No. He's not going to get the joke. I don't know why you, why you keep doing that. It's the Rainbow Bridge, right? But <laughs> the whole thing is, <laughs> the only time they go back to her and the shit she's doing in Asgard is not important. It's just to remind you, yeah, this is the plot. Yeah, I know you're more concerned with this funny shit that Thor's doing here. Oh, hey, look, there's the Hulk. Oh, oh that's a pretty good one-liner. Oh, shit, is that Jeff Goldblum? Oh, look at this awesome music they're playing while they're doing whatever. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, yeah, here's her in Asgard doing this thing again for two more minutes. Okay, let's get back to that joke we had over here. It's nothing but jokes and pop culture references yeah. interspersed throughout the movie. The actual plot itself, the most. The thinnest the plot. Most, the thinnest. The most time the actual yeah. plot took up was like 30 minutes. Yeah. It was the most, and that's thinnest. the only reason you would jump back and forth between that. What do you think about the uh, the Hulk? Mm. Well, they didn't do a very good job. He looked very of different. Explaining why he was there. Once again, let's go back to Family Guy. Who cares why he's there? He's the punchline. Mm-hmm. I want the joke. I don't need to explain how it was made. I'll need to explain why it's there. Just give me the joke. He's there, so you get what you want. Now, I do like it. That if you're a comic book fan, this is reminiscent of um, Planet, Hulk. Planet Hulk. Yeah, this is the Planet oh, Hulk no, version it, of the Hulk. Way reminiscent. It's like yeah, it's deep. because Bruce Banner never showed up. Like Banner just in Planet Hulk, it was only Hulk. Banner just simply did not show up ever. And in the uh-huh. book, it's because the Hulk was given the opportunity to rage and fight like twenty four seven for thirty days straight with no sleep. He just became the new dominant figure. The idea was Banner was always dominant because banner was out predominantly they're like oh you know what guess what if the hulk is out predominantly banner's not gonna come out unless he just completely calms down yeah to zero just like instead of banner completely wigging out the hulk has to completely calm down so it's like yes banner just never showed up so they were doing the whole planet hulk thing and the banter between him and uh thor was actually pretty funny it was was genius you know, I like the the little Easter eggs that they plotting there for all comic books fans. Better Ray Bill. Better Ray Bill was oh, in there. One yeah. of the champions was there. Yeah. Now remind now, me, now, I, I remember the name. Please tell me who Better Ray, Ray Bill. Better Ray Bill is an alien. Okay. Okay. He has the face the of race, a horse. The races are like horses. He was a sole guard of his race because the entire race almost got extinct. They all escaped on ships. He looks like Thor. Yeah, he was there in his ship. Thor shows up mm-hmm. because the ship was heading to Earth and they didn't know what it was and he started fighting Thor. Apparently, he was supposed now, to be in the movie. Yes. Okay. Now, he does a wield a hammer and that's another hammer that Odin did. It's like a it's justice another. It's a hammer, hammer Odin made? Exactly. Because the Asgardians went to war with these people. But the biggest problems they were having was those frost giants. So they made a treaty with these people. It's like, look, we're having the same problem. So they became allies. Okay. So the champion was him. And he was selected to save his people. That's why he was wielding a hammer. Yes, and he was one of the champions in there, too. So, okay. you know. I was still thinking about Kate Blanchett. Oh, yeah. Whenever oh. she would be in that, that skin-tight outfit and oh, turn around, God, everything dude. would go white. I don't know what was going on. And Ray was thinking about the Rainbow Road. 
And Rainbow Road. So, yeah, so I think everybody did a good job. Everyone pulled it off. Loki was good. No, uh, I, I Tom was... Hilson, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Kate Blanchett. You know, even the extremely small part that uh, Idris Elba plays, you know, the guy who guards you, the bridge. You know Sam Neill is in that? As who? As one of the actors that plays Odin from the little play that he had. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning. Oh. I thought he looked kind of familiar. <laughs> huh. Wow, he put him in there because Anthony Hopkins told him. And Jeff Golden. <laughs> Jeff told him, like, yeah, have a little cut in here for you. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a little, got a little cut in here for you. Uh, me, Jeff Goldblum. I'm just going to... My, gonna my be a, dear friend. My gonna dear friend. It's going to be a, a, a great... going to be a great cut. And I think we can, <laughs> I think we can make it. <laughs> Fucking Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I would have liked it more if it weren't so so blatantly Guardians. That's what the money is. Yeah. Suicide Squad, the book itself, is a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy. But when you watch the movie, it's it's trying so hard to be dark, but pepper itself with Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks pathetic and sad. And of course, with the trailer having Queen in there and whatnot, no, they didn't go full Guardians though. They yeah. should have had that yep. that pop culture music all throughout the fucking movie. They didn't go full tart. Then it, it would have gone full Guardian. Yeah, they, they didn't do they, that. I actually like the fact that they picked unrecognized electronic uh, artists, music oh, oh, artists. Oh, you mean the the, yeah. the synth pop they the were playing on yeah, the? It, uh, it, 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 well, it was fitting. Great. This thing is nothing great. but this is nothing but classic soundtrack. rock and synth pop. Yeah, I love the soundtrack. Of, of course movie. you do. It's all the music is nothing but a bunch of bleeps and bloops and I, shit. I couldn't understand it. I felt contact with it. You know, there's three scenes that happen in this movie that look like they were painted pictures. Like that one scene where with it's the, not really a spoiler because you with see the it in, with oh, the Valkyries. That was beautiful. That was one of the most that beautifully beautiful cinematic because everything done. was in slow motion. It looked gorgeous. And here's what it did. All the movement, and you probably didn't know this, or notice this, I should say. All the movement and the actions were in slow motion, but all the backgrounds were real time. So the capes billowing and everything were real time, whereas the movement is slow motion. And it made it look like it was in a painting. Yeah. The whole thing looked like a painting. And it was it was really, really that good. That was one of the best. And towards the very end when uh, Thor got, you know, was just beaten up on the enemy on the bridge. I thought that was pretty awesome. I mean, it's just the whole movie was felt like Guardians space opera. Once once again, you guys mentioned it's it. Guardians of the Galaxy right. space opera. But I have no problem with that. You know why? Because the formula worked on this thing. Hmm. We are not in here sitting down and watching a disaster like Suicide Squad. For well, one, Suicide Squad was just bad. For the one, formula worked on this one. One of my favorite characters, even though he had like almost no screen time, was Cog. Hey, the, the Blue Rock guy. I'm going to start a revolution. He was a great comic relief. Yeah. yeah. He was a phenomenal comic relief because he never inserted himself. He never was like, okay, there's been a couple minutes we haven't had this guy do something, throw him in there. The thing about Cog, he's a rock creature who tried to start a rebellion, but he doesn't have the fire of a revolutionary leader. He's just like, I'm just a guy doing a job. Hey, Ned, just punch in my time clock, cha-chink, put my card in. Let me go ahead and put in my eight hours of work for the day. Oh, by the way, I'm going to start a revolution. <laughs> and that's kind of that's how he took it. Yeah. Everything he did was just matter of fact and that it just made it funny yeah it's like what the is this guy for real is what the i mean his voice was so perfectly done because I mean, it's it's so disarming his voice he he doesn't make me worry or make me feel intimidated he says hey i'm, I'm just a nice guy just want to be your friend hey my name is uh, croc this here's ralph 
uh, we're going to be uh, starting Revolution today. And we do have some openings. If you like to get in, this is perfect time. It's ground floor. If not, we'll see you on the battlefield. It's not a problem. <laughs> I mean, he just... <laughs> He's so unassuming with all of it. He he does a great he, job yeah, of the he, comic relief. He, he feeds you honesty. Yeah. That's what I like about it. I'd follow him. I wouldn't be on the front lines, but, you know, he, he'd sell me on the idea, but I, I really wouldn't be putting my neck out there for it. The trailer leads you to believe the the fight between the Hulk and Thor, the way it's cut in a, in a trailer, but actually it's a little bit better than I actually expected. Yeah, I, I was... Thor has his strength. Mm-hmm. He yeah. could tolerate a lot of punishment. So him doing that with the Hulk, it was just beautiful. Absolutely. I the know. way that he tossed, he got tossed around like a rag, and then Loki's like, "Yes, yes." Well, I didn't like that. <laughs> that was, I think, that was a bit beneath Loki at that point. I do like Loki in this movie. He kind of steps up to the plate. Yeah. I'm going to take responsibility because Thor finally pointed out something that I'd said since the first movie. It's like, dude, you are the god of being a trickster, but you have the potential to be so much more. Why the fuck do you keep doing this? You know, you want to be king? Go off. Find the kingdom. Make it. You can make it great. You know, you just can't have this one. But instead, you're constantly trying to kill me and rule a kingdom of people who don't want you to be there. Why do you keep fucking doing this? Dude? Yeah. And he kind of steps up and, you know, Thor's thing is, I'm going to run straight in. Me and my merry band of warriors are going to do this and that. When Loki finally does show up at the end, he's like, yeah, this was my plan all along because you're a fucking moron. Whenever uh, Hela, this Kate Blanchett's character, is in Asgard, she gets more and more powerful. Yeah. Asgard feeds her power. Well, you know what? Fucking give her Asgard. I'm going to take all the people and leave. And now... She's the most powerful being around with a fucking city and that has no nobody people, in it. And she doesn't have the rainbow bridge because we have the sword. So, yeah, enjoy that. The city's all yours. Take it. You know, that was Loki's whole thing. Thor's like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And what do they do to end up killing her, which is smart? They forcefully bring about Ragnarok, which they have been preventing for millennia and millennia and millennia. But Ragnarok is basically the destruction of Asgard. He's like, man, none of us are strong enough to stop this chick. You know, Ragnarok could probably kill her. Yeah. Yeah, but Ragnarok is going to destroy Asgard. Oh, okay, yeah. That's that's your power source. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it. So they just have her and Ragnarok duke it out, and they fucking leave. <laughs> they both <laughs> fucking, and they both fucking destroy each other. But that's like, yeah, smart. That that's That's all Loki. And <laughs> it's all Loki's thing. Hulk, Hulk took like, a yeah, chance take there. The, take the people oh, that, and was, leave. that was hilarious, too. Yeah, man. it was. There's a little spoiler in here. Yeah. Okay, Banner is in that ship. Yeah. This uh, The Valkyrie is like, I'm shooting at this wolf. Is nothing is happening. He's not dying. So Banner steps in and he tells her, like, okay, I got this. Watch me. I'm going to make something different in here. And she's like, what? It's like, I got this. So he jumps off the plane and the wolf is there. He's about to attack. And Banner Hit. just, Here bam, just lands into the floor. It's like a 9-11 victim. Oh. And freaking. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know if I can. <laughs> he's fucking busts his neck and he's dead. Now the Hulk is gonna take over and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah, that's how you kill the character. Well, the idea, no, the idea was <laughs> that the Hulk bad. was gonna come out before he hits the ground because the Hulk comes out yeah. to prevent him from dying. But apparently, hitting that, he didn't snap his neck. Like, no, you're not gonna die. It's gonna hurt like shit. No, he's but dead. You're not he gonna died, die. He no, died. He, he, he just... didn't. He didn't die. He, he just looked like like one of those dead no, fish was, that you feed up. No, he was up. definitely winded. I mean, he fucking hit the ground. <laughs> that was a, a pretty pretty funny goddamn scene. 
Yeah, and then the Hulk is just running around mindlessly killing Keep, everything. Yeah. So, guys, what do you think? Uh, yeah, we don't need to spoil anymore. Yeah, we uh, don't need to spoil anymore. Ray, what do you give it? I'm going to give this Thor Ragnarok a full price. Okay. Okay. Way full price. The music was awesome. Yeah. Even though it was in the background, it's like, okay. It the grew, music was absolutely top notch. Yeah. It grew on to you. I mean, the characters. I wouldn't even say it grew on. I'd say it blew me away. The movie was top notch. Jeff Goldblum, awesome. Yep, there Carl you go. Carl Orban, there you go. awesome. There's just a lot of little silly things that they were doing at the beginning of the movie that if you weren't paying attention, I mean, you'd miss it or go over your head, but awesome, awesome movie. Dane, what do you give it? Um, I'll give it something above that. Above a full price? Yes. Wow, something what inside could, of you? What could possibly be above a full price, Dane? Let's see. What would I you give this movie that would be above a know, full price? I don't want to call it too much, like, to be inside me and stuff like that's that. That's all there is. That's, that's all there is. That's the only thing that's above full price. All right, so let me call that out then. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to put it full price. All right. It's all like right. right there. It's like Antoine Rachel it's like, put a little tip like, in there, but he didn't it, want to go in. It's like the pre-com. Oh, man. It's like the pre-com. It's, just it's, right it's, there. it's, it's the like, pre-com of movies. It's, okay. like, <laughs> it's like the closest it's like, it, thing. It could, it could still they, get no, him no, no, pregnant, no, no. Wait, but wait. statistically it's not likely. Well, I'll tell you right now. A quarter, maybe halfway through it, I was positive it was going to get a full price. I was just debating on whether it was going to get a full price or I want this inside of me. And typically, because of what it managed to do, I would give it and I want this inside of me. Because I, I've never been a fan of any of the Thor movies that have come out so far. <laughs> They're decent, I. but I mean, none of them I would have ever given anything higher than a rental. And that's with me being generous fucking rental at, at the most but this i genuinely genuinely enjoyed and for that it would normally go it would shoot it up to when i went inside of me but i'll tell you what makes it say at a full price it's copying guardians too much it's just really not it's not trying so much like yo we have this great idea this great concept it's more like let's look at what worked Let's do what worked, and let's just do that to the best of our ability. I think, Antoine- and whereas you're getting a movie that's good, so I'm not gonna shit all over it. I'm not gonna give you an A for doing a better job of copying someone else's answers than the next guy. Uh-huh. I'll give you a B plus. You know, Antoine, you're saying this like this thing was easy. I I think when you say this, like yeah. Uh, copying the formula of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. One thing is copying it, but it's just it's hard to do. I don't it's, give a shit. Notice, if, I don't give a shit do. if you copying. If you had to work extra hard to copy my answers during the test, that doesn't make you more deserving of an A, because it was a lot harder to cheat. You still cheated. Now at the end of the day, you put the correct answers on the paper. I'm going to give you a passing grade. You didn't really study and do the work. And here's my thing. They could have made this fun, quirky, upbeat, whatever. And they could have gotten, and I want this inside of me. It's because they were so obviously copying the format of Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what kind of got me. And please, everyone listening, go watch the movie. It's a good movie. It's a solid full price. It's good. It's a good fucking movie. I'm just saying... You know, me being a Guardians of the Galaxy whore that I am, they just, from step A to step Z, they copied that shit all the way down. And I'm like, okay, half the work was done for them. And the only bad thing is, if this really works out, I would fear every single Marvel movie from here on out following the Guardians of the Galaxy format. 
And they'll be good, don't get me wrong, but they'll be some mass-produced corporate garbage. (laughs) (laughs) So I will give this a full price. This movie gets an enthusiastic full price straight through the gate, all the way down the line. And I will end this with four words. Jeff motherfucking Goldblum. Owned it. Awesome. Guy's character owned it. What's this character's name again, Ray? Grandmaster, man. The Grandmaster. Yeah. The Grandmaster. Fucking owned it. In your ass. What? 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 You have to put that in there. Play you the music. What? Play the music. Can he we go? He kept looking at MDB, the, the Thor casting. Why the fuck did he say he kept, that? No, no. He kept looking at it. He's, Why I would think you? he's looking for James Franco. Why would you? That's fucking nasty, man. That had nothing to do with what we were saying. But he had a... a play the music, man. I don't want to hear your excuses. Just play the music. Don't forget to visit our website at g2ta.net or gotta talk about it.com and please subscribe, guys.